UK lockdown, autism, mental health. Let's get into it. Okay, so guys, welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan, I have autism, ADHD, OCD and dyslexia, and a bunch of other mental health conditions. So if you're new around here and you'd like to learn more, remember to hit that subscribe button by clicking the notification bell so you don't miss a video. And also, if you're watching over on Facebook, make sure to give this page a like and a follow to see daily video uploads from me. So, guys, getting into it. It's uh, March, like the 25th, 26th right now in the United Kingdom, and it is off the charts crazy. Like, there's so much going on. We have, like, people, like, looting toilet roll. We have people, um, like, you know, only allowed two people in a store at one time. There's, like, a, a, a six-feet distance thing or six-meter distance thing. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But more importantly, we are on lockdown, which means that we are isolated to our homes for the next three weeks because it's only implemented yesterday, so an hour on day two and I wanted to share with you some tips for like navigating your way through all of this if you're on the autism spectrum and ways of like helping reduce some of that stress anxiety and all that loveliness so let's get into it Okay, so first off, I thought I'd just kind of talk uh, really, really quickly about what the what the lockdown actually means. Like, um, and I have a bunch of like uh, rules and statistics that we should be following so we understand exactly what these you know rules and implications are. So, for anybody wondering what the actual rules are, what we should be following, this is basically it. So, leaving your house. Um, you won't need ID at the moment um, to leave your house, but because the government kind of trusts that you, you know, you, you're good. You can only leave your house once for exercise, and only the other, other time you can leave your house in a day is for like groceries and essentials and things like that. Um, what will happen though um, on Thursday, this coming Thursday, which is going to be the 27th, I think, um, the police will have the power to um, to fine you up to a thousand pounds if you're on the spot, if you're out, you know, not taking these rules seriously. Um, you can go out for a drive, but it's kind of like I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Um, and uh, if you you know if you can't need an MOT, then it's deemed essential, so you can do that. So um, some of the other stuff for work, you can only go to work if it's absolutely essential that your work needs to be done. Um, and for leisure, there's no gatherings of more than two people outside, which is really interesting. Um, and you'll be allowed to go out for one. Uh, daily basic essential like food and medicine um, and then you can I think you can go out and uh, and exercise once but you're not allowed to play golf or any team sports because well that kind of makes sense you know you wouldn't want to do that so what this means for us in this current climate so pretty much we have to stay indoors and do all of the things we normally do indoors but this actually creates somewhat of a disappearance of daily routine now people on the autism spectrum love to have daily routine and have that routine flow so that they feel comfortable we, we thrive off routine we, we love routine it routine gives us structure to our lives so the first thing i would tell you to do is figure out all the things that you want to achieve from like, your typical routines and then adapt them for your home and write that out and look at it and learn it. And so, but make that routine yourself. So what I did is I looked at everything yesterday. Now uh, we did this, we looked at everything I needed to accomplish in my day and what I normally do, you know, if I normally go out for groceries or if I normally go out to do this or if I, you know, do blah, 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 I just change my routine and I'm kind of looking at it and studying it, getting used to the fact that I will be doing that. But one key element is to not change too much about what you're doing. You know, it's, it's very easy to just kind of become a couch potato and just like sit on the sofa and watch like, you know, I don't know, just Netflix all day and just like binge watch stuff and eat like, you know, junk food and pizzas and stuff. Oh man, 
that's kind of like the dream. But anyway, I, um, I highly recommend that you don't do those things um, all the time, every day. You know, you get up, you put your clothes on. If you want to get up and put makeup on, if that's what you wear, then get up, put your clothes on, you know, the daily clothes, put your makeup on if that's something that you wear, and then and do the things that you you, uh, you would do normally because getting a normality into it by even staying at home is gonna give you great results in the long run. And I mean it, like, it, it, I, I fall into it far too easy. You know, I could, I could seriously just wear like sweatpants all day, come downstairs and just like veg out on the couch, get my laptop and try and do editing videos, but it's, it's rubbish. It doesn't motivate me, it doesn't keep me structured, it doesn't keep me organized, there's no no way that is going to help anybody. So I decided to make a schedule, stick to my routines, and stick to the things that I knew were my normal quote unquote kind of daily life stuff. All right, so what's next? Oh, okay, so something that I feel is like super essential to everybody's life is exercise. Like, so one of our exercises is the dog moving past me. What's going on, Randy? How are you feeling? How are you feeling quarantine? How are you feeling isolation? Dog doesn't really... Oh, okay, all right, okay, okay, thanks for that. Getting back to it. We used to like exercise, we take the dog and the baby out for a walk and we'd go walk maybe two miles. I love running and getting out. Now the government do say that we're allowed to uh, go out and exercise once in the day, which is absolutely fine because I um, I would recommend that if you are safe, you're wearing gloves, you have a mask, go out and do your exercise as normal. I myself am taking extra precautions. I wanna be one step ahead of everything. So I'm actually staying indoors for the full three weeks. We're not going outside to exercise. So if you are doing the same as me, try to get some exercise indoors. That means working out indoors. So I get up at 5 a.m. every day. Morning routine is coming, guys. I swear, I'm making the video, but I want to make it epically good. And with the morning routine, uh, I do exercise, and then also I'm probably going to start implementing exercise into an afternoon as well, one time a day, uh, to kind of keep up with everything I'm doing. So, exercise is important, but it keeps the body going, and it also keeps the mind going, because like a healthy body and, and a healthy kind of exercise, like endorphin release and, and adrenaline release, keeps your brain like tingling in, in a good way, I guess your uh, your happy chemicals going, and makes it basically keeps your mental health in, in check, which is exactly what we're trying to do here and what we're trying to achieve. But exercise isn't one of the only ways to keep your mind active, healthy, and sane. One of the, uh, the good ways to do this, right, and this is really, really good, is watch comedy. Set time aside to watch something that makes you feel like you're gonna laugh or makes you feel happiness and laughter because laughing helps relieve a lot of stress and tension and that's one of the ways I'd highly recommend to do it. So like one of my favorite shows is Family Guy and I love watching, I love watching all kind of comedies and stuff like that but Family Guy and like um, you know, American Dad and things like that so we put on the cartoons because they're silly, they're not fun, you know, they're not like real life, they're just fun, like throwaway kind of stuff because in this class right now all we're doing we're sitting indoors we're watching kind of like um, you know the news on the television and we're getting like alerts on our phones and we're getting text messages from the government and stuff so what I would say is that a way to make sure that you are keeping um, your brain having a break from all this intenseness is to watch comedy films or, or read comedy books or comic books and the funny thing is that this is kind of almost giving your mind a rest you guys can hear this noise that is what happens when everyone has to work from home and everyone has to teach at home. So this video was proudly sponsored by my family's noise because they're all <laughs> nobody's in their activities, nobody's in work, nobody's doing anything. We're all in the house. So I do apologize if anybody's triggered by any noise. But 
I highly recommend doing that because it's like a little vacation for your brain and vacations for your brain are a good thing. Helps reset the mind, helps help you get focused, helps you get, yeah. all right, next thing. So we're wanting to kind of keep our minds active and um, because what happens when you don't stimulate your brain, you're, you're kind of like a whole idea of, 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 of being kind of like kosher and being in the moment kind of depreciates. So one of the ways in which you can keep your brain active is to try and read something or listen to an audiobook because by having input stimuli like that into your brain, it keeps your brain quite young. It's kind of like doing maths puzzles, you know, that those are really good as well. So I highly recommend anybody if, if you're into reading or maths to do some fun things like that. I love maths as well, um, but I also enjoy reading. Be it I'm dyslexic and it takes me forever to read a book. I'm actually trying my best to read a book, actually read it because I feel like it could help with spelling and stuff like that. But also uh, one of the things is uh, I use uh, audiobooks a lot. So I sit down and listen to audiobooks and that really, really helps because hey, you, you might even learn something new. But when I was making this video, one of the things that really concerned me and one of the things I, I was thinking about a lot and I think about this a lot is I was I was tweeting this morning on Twitter, you know, as you do, I was like, hey, how's everybody doing? Blah, blah, blah. And hey, if you want to follow me on Twitter, make sure you do. I follow everybody back. And we're almost at 10,000 on Twitter. That's crazy. So go and follow me on Twitter. Let's have a conversation. But I was tweeting this morning and one of you guys, one of you awesome people said that, um, you know, he misses socializing because um, going to work was the only socialization that they had. And do you know, it, it's funny because people on the autism spectrum, you can hear this dog eating, right? Every time I want to vlog, the dog eats. Andy, what's going on? So everybody uh, wants to socialize, but people on the autism spectrum have difficulties socializing, but it doesn't mean that they don't socialize. So what this actually means is that they have a different way of communicating and a different form of socializing than you typically have. But that being said, a lot of people on the autism spectrum are quite self-isolated anyway. So if they're 60% of the time self-isolated and not getting much socializing done, when they go to work, maybe the only socialization they get, if going to work is the only uh, socializing you get and now you're not going to work, then you're not socializing. So the way around this is to FaceTime family and friends, like use WhatsApp or, or Zoom or Skype or FaceTime or whatever to actually reach out to family and friends and ask them, you know, hey, can we just have a chat, hang out? We did a group chat, my brother, my mum, my dad, me and Nomi all had a big group chat on, on a, I, a FaceTime, I was gonna say iMessage, FaceTime, and it was really good. And it helped kind of ground us all. We had a bit of a laugh and we had some fun and it was really, really good. And that helped keep the, the morale going. And I know it's only one day, but it's one day of three weeks. So it's, it's going to keep us active in those areas. Final thing I want to talk about guys is eating and there's two things that I want to talk there's two things I want to talk about. One is that people on the autism spectrum have specific things that they like to eat all the time. Like if it was up to me and I didn't live with Naomi and my child, then we would, uh, I would just eat kind of Sunday roast dinners all the time. That's my favorite thing. Like roast vegetables, gravy. Uh, I love it. I, I, I just love roast vegetables and steamed vegetables and gravy. That's like my jam. But in terms of uh, some people might just like chicken nuggets or french fries or whatever, right? Some people have specific sensory needs. So the thing I would say is that because the shops are getting kind of scarce on food is that when you do go to the store to get your groceries, when you when you go out, make sure that you get those things first and then the rest of them because you don't want to go there, do all your shopping and then like the, they've run out of those things by the time you get, get around to that section. So first things first, locate the things that you know you can't live without that section ASAP. 
do that. The second thing I would say to you though is that you have to think sensibly when eating because you're indoors, you're not getting all this exercise, you're not doing all the other stuff and there's going to be very limited kind of access to a variety of foods. Try to eat as healthy as possible but also allow yourself to have kind of some junk foods because that's kind of morale for the mind as well. You know, a bit of junk food is good watching Netflix and having some, you know, a pizza night or whatever if you've got one in the freezer. It's good. But in terms of like keeping up with your body and making sure that your mental state is okay and that your physical state is okay, good healthy foods like fruit and vegetables are going to be the best route forward for you and drink lots and lots and lots of water. Okay, not too much because you'll drown, but you know what I mean. I mean, just actually drink at least eight glasses of water a day because eight glasses of water a day keeps your immune system healthy, keeps your body healthy, keeps your mind healthy, keeps your brain healthy. It's just a good thing. So, since my dog is making a ton of noise in the background and we have so many things to get on with today, I'm going to end this video here, guys. Thank you so much for watching this video. I will talk to you soon. Peace. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already, please share this with anybody and everyone who you think can get some benefit from it. And also, I know a bunch of you guys who haven't already subscribed to this podcast, but listen, so please go over and subscribe to it now so you don't miss an episode. Also, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's at the Aspie World. The, T-H-E, Aspie, A-S-P-I-E, and then World, W-O-R-L-D. So the Aspie World. All right, guys, thanks.